Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 248. The Summer Guest Fest has arrived, and this year we've decided since summertime is the easiest time of year to get distracted from your business, the kids are home from school, vacation is on the horizon, there's so much going on that can keep you from moving forward towards your goals that we wanna do everything possible to keep you on track and inspire you to keep moving forward towards accomplishing your big dream. So for the next two months, we're gonna be offering you at least two special guest episodes episodes each and every week. We hope you enjoy the extra value, the added inspiration, and a little extra urge of motivation to keep on going. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to have our special guest here today, Dana Malsap. Dana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Pumped to have you on. And I know all of our listeners are going to benefit so much from your expertise today. So guys, I'm going to share a little bit about Dana and then we'll dive right in here. Dana is a mother, an author, a business and content strategist. She's a a coach, a podcaster, and a blind spot reducer. She's the author of Boss Mom, the ultimate guide to raising a business and nurturing your family like a pro. And she's the founder of Boss Mom. She serves Boss Mom who yearn for more time and less guilt when it comes to building their business and raising their family by providing the tools they need to get more out of their content and business without sacrificing their family goals. I am super excited to dig into this topic today. So uh, Dana, welcome to the show. Anything you want to, any gaps you want to fill in there or anything you want to add to uh, your background that you think people should know as we get started here? No, you you know, the one thing is I've noticed as I've grown this brand is that you don't have to be a mom necessarily to be a boss mom, Um, that the idea is much more about nurturing and raising the things we love, whether that is your family or your business or your, uh, your, you know, education and knowledge or the way that you give or the purpose that you have, all those things. I think it's as long as that resonates with you. Um, then, then you're a boss mom. So I have all these amazing people in my community. They're like, I'm not a mom, but can I hang out with you and your group? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yes, come hang out with us. It's about how we nurture and how we approach things um, that that gives us that that boss mom quality. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's actually the first place I was going to go. I was going to say, you know, the vast majority of our listeners are parents and entrepreneurs, and they are really going through this process of trying to raise a business and a family at the same time, male, female, mom, dad, caretaker, you know, whatever the case. So I think what we're going to talk about here today is really going to resonate for virtually everyone that we have listening. So excited to uh, dig in here. So let's start first, Anna, on how you knew that this was your calling. Like, what was it that triggered you saying, I'm going to build my business and my personal brand around this concept and this core focus area? Sure. I think it's um, very much, and for everybody listening, I'm just coming off of a massive cold from traveling. So, uh, so bear with me and my squeakiness, but um, I was, I'm like most entrepreneurs, I was thrown into it. Right. And when you you see a need, uh, then you want to fill that need. And my need was I had quit my job to start my own consulting business, uh, immediately got pregnant. Like my body said, oh, you're not going to work 14 hours a day. We should probably have a baby and which we had been trying and it it hadn't been working. So we were super excited. And I found myself in this space that so many other moms find themselves but don't want to tell anybody about, which is. I wanted to, I wanted to be an amazing mom, but I also wanted to kind of be an entrepreneur. And I thought, well, oh no, I got pregnant. 
does that mean I can't be an entrepreneur? And then when my, my son came, it, it was, oh my gosh, I kind of want him to take a nap so I can work on my website. And I feel really bad, but I, I want to put him in daycare. I don't want to be a stay at home mom. I'm not a, I'm a better mom when I'm not with my kid 24 hours a day. Oh my gosh, does that mean I'm not a good mom? All of those things start to enter your mind. And I'm pretty sure everybody who is, is some similarity to me feels that way. I mean, there are some women who absolutely just love being a stay at home mom and awesome. I think it's a way that you're built. And some of us are just not built that way, but we feel really bad about it. And then we feel isolated about it. And then we, you know, and dads go through this too. Right. And then we feel like, Oh my goodness, what does that mean about me? And I must be alone and I must be the only person and we're never alone. There's always somebody out there. You know, my mom made this comment to me once because I forgot my kid's lunch and I was like, Oh gosh, I'm, you know, must be the only horrible mom that ever forgot her kid's lunch. And she's like, that's so snooty of you to think that you're the only mom that ever messed up, you know? And she reframed it for me. It was like, we're not alone. And so I, I found myself in this space where I thought I was alone. And then I started to realize I wasn't alone. And that journey for me made me realize that, wow, wouldn't it be awesome if it didn't take you a year and a half to get to that space? I could have grown my business so much faster if I would have recognized um, that I don't need to feel guilty about it, that it's actually really healthy for me to want to pursue things out of being a mom, that it's actually really great that I'm not just looking at my children, but I'm looking out into the world and I'm showing my kids how big and beautiful and amazing the world can be if I put the effort into it and to show them that loving things and caring about things actually cultivates things and cultivating things helps them grow. And we want to grow things in the world because we're a community based, you know, world and, and society where we want to grow and nurture things. And so I started to realize that. And that's when I, I, was sort of fortunate to get hooked up into this mastermind group. And one of the people in the mastermind, um, Azul Torona's, he was a book coach and offered up this great deal for everybody in the group. And I said, yeah, I was a journalism major. I've always wanted to write a book. And we sat down and I thought I was going to write a book about content strategy. And we ended up uh, discovering that mom guilt and this idea that for me, I think love is limitless and that the more we love, the more love we have to give. So if I love my baby and my business, it doesn't mean I don't love but, you know, I don't have enough love for my kids if I love something else. And and we just this book came out of me and um, and then it it everybody took it so well. They were so excited about this idea uh, that, you know, I'm like every entrepreneur. I was like, well, let's make a podcast about it and let's do a community and let's do a group coaching and let's what else can we boss mom? So now we just boss mom everything that can possibly be boss momed. I love it. I love it. That's great. And, you know, I think that finding that uh, inner confidence and that inner understanding as parents that in being amazing role models for our kids that have something in our lives that we're so passionate about that we're always challenging ourselves to grow and improve and get better like that's the best possible example I think that you could you know set for your kids and I, I do agree with you I think that um, the more kind of love and happiness and joy that you have in your life the more love that you have to give so I think so many things that you said there is, is just a great message and reminder you know for all the parents listening you know about not feeling guilty but actually actually, um, you know, looking at the opportunities that you can provide and the added connection that you can create with your children because of being an entrepreneur, not mm -hmm. in spite of it or replacing it. Yeah. Well, and here's one of the big things too, for everybody that's a parent and an entrepreneur, we have been taught that they have to be separate things. I, I work, I'm a nap time hustler. I work when my kid naps, right? I, uh, you know, I go to work and my kids go somewhere else. Like it's a complete separation. So what we do, I talk about this in the book. What we do is we create two separate buckets of priorities, of time, of commitment, of all those things. Then all of a sudden 
those buckets are full. So it takes two full-time people to run your life and your business or your, your home and your business. And there's only one of you because we've been taught to separate them. And part of what we do, you know, in the boss mom community in our groups is there's a, a thousand other people who do business strategy and content strategy and that kind of thing. Uh, but in my space, our moms are breastfeeding on our calls and their kids are hanging out with them and they're including them in the business process because I say, Hey, you're going to work on this thing that you're going to work on print out two and give one to your kid and let them draw on it and just experience that work is this positive thing, this exciting thing, because there's those days that your kids aren't going to sleep. Or there's those days when you're going to say, I want to go to work and your kid feels like I'm not loved because I, you're going to work and leaving me. But when you start to include them in what you do and start to teach them about what you do, then you're starting to create little entrepreneurs, you know, or, or people who actually like who, if they go off and get a corporate job, that's amazing too. Like there's nothing wrong with that, but you're teaching them to be creative. You're teaching them to think you're teaching them to come up with ideas like you are. And you're not separating the fact that when I leave and I go to work, it means I'm leaving you. I want you to understand that when I'm going to work, work is someplace where I'm cultivating ideas and helping to make them grow and become something. And I want to teach you how to do the same thing. So it, it takes away that separation of the two and does what I call conscious integration. Because when you, when you consciously integrate both your business and your life, then all of a sudden you get really confident about the decisions you make. So when your kid is homesick and you go, Oh, I got to drop everything, go to my kid. Or when your business becomes a higher priority, you don't feel guilty about it anymore because you know that it's, it's a part of your whole life plan. Not just this, I've got this business and I've got this family. You've stopped separating them and they've just become this one part of you. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I also think that there's a level of fulfillment that comes when you integrate your family into the business that can't come from anything else. Like, you know, for example, you know, one of the things that's been most fulfilling for me was like as we started doing a lot more philanthropy work with Kelly Roach Coaching and, you know, I've been bringing my daughter to help make donations at the local food bank or donate toys for kids at Christmas, you know, that um, were in the hospital. And, you know, I'll remember those things. And, and my goal is to do something every month with her where she's participating and I'm teaching her a lesson explaining something and it's like those are the the memorable teachable moments for your kids where you're creating a memory and an experience for them and with them but you're also doing the business at the same time so one of the things I would be really interested in Dana because I do know you do a lot of work on this is some other strategies or some other ideas for our listeners and even for myself around integrating the business and the babies the business and and the kids what are some other things that you do with your your community that you think have been really beneficial for your clients? Sure. Uh, well, there's a couple, couple things. One is, um, I call it like the 10 minute rule. Uh, when I wake up in the morning, if I know I'm going to have kids around and my kids actually go to daycare now, but sometimes they're homesick or sometimes we're out on vacation, but I want to get a few things done. Like I'm not the, I'm a, there are some times when I shut everything off and then there are some times when I don't, and I don't feel guilty about that. Uh, there are certain like prior, like parameters I put around it. But the first one is it's a 10 minute rule, which says, I need to be able to break down what I have to do today um, into 10 minute increments. What are the things that I can feasibly get done in 10 minutes and how would I break that down? If a task would take me an hour, what could I do for that task You know, that would get me into 10 minutes? Would it just be the brainstorming? Would it just be the voxering my team and telling them to do something? What What is it so that if 10 minutes come up in my life, because I feel like as parents, that's what happens. We get these 10 minute increments you know, where our kid is eating something or, or distracted for 10 minutes or playing or whatever that is. 
what can I do in that 10 minutes? So it's really helpful to say, I've, I've got these 10 minute things. So I'm not a quarter of the way into something when I get interrupted by my kid. And now I'm frustrated. And now I feel guilty about being frustrated because I was trying to finish something. We recognize that we may only have 10 minutes. So let's break our tasks down that way. And now you can feel really accomplished that you got that thing done. And then you get to go back and hang out with your kids and do your thing. So I think that really helps us because it's, it's not just the us getting things done. It's that being interrupted really, really pisses us off sometimes. You know, I know I don't like, I have parameters where I don't have a computer. Um, I may have my phone. I may have a sheet of paper, which is preferable. Um, cause then my kids can draw while I'm doing some work, but I don't have my computer cause there's nothing that frustrates me more than my kid trying to type on my computer while I'm trying to write an email. So I don't do it anymore. Because I don't want to be a bad parent because they're doing something that frustrates me just by being a kid. Mm -hmm. But those things happen. And so the more I'm consciously recognizing when those moments are, then I can consciously recognize what's making me upset about it, what's you know frustrating me about it, and eliminate that from times when we're together so that I can do the things. Like I said, I, I pull out my pen and paper and my kids draw. And I have an 18-month-old and a three-year-old. So I, I know like having the little kids while you have work. For the people who have older kids, it should be even easier. When I was growing up, my parents did their work while I did my homework and we all sat at the table together. It was a communal thing because in their mind, we always have homework. We always have something we could learn. So even if they were reading their book, we all did it together and it felt really connected. We felt connected. And then that way I could ask questions when I needed help. And from the little kids, they're coloring while I'm doing strategy. So one is 10 minute increments. And the other one is just do a scan of what you do on a day-to-day -day basis when your kids are around and find the things that frustrate you, eliminate those and, and replace those with things that you can do that don't frustrate you while you're hanging out with your kids. And oh, I think that really, really helps. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm laughing. I love I love everything that you're saying there because it's so true and I, I definitely feel those experiences. My daughter's two and a half, so I'm like right smack in the middle of year two. And so we're, we're living through the same thing right now. And I was talking to a client the other day and he he was kind of thinking about whether he wanted to pursue more aggressively speaking versus podcasting and said like here's the difference you know one of them you have to get dressed up and leave the house and drive somewhere and fight traffic and go show up and there's hours of preparation and then when it's over it's over and you know whatever I said a podcast you know I said I write my podcast um, episodes and my daughter's sitting there coloring on the other side of the notebook you know while I'm writing the episode out and you're right it's like when you can find those ways to build your business where they can be with you and you cannot get frustrated which I think is the key um it, it's it is so much more beneficial for them and you and so I think that was a perfect example I really like the strategy of taking the tasks and breaking them down into the 10 minute increments so that you're not mm -hmm. upset that you didn't complete it or not upset or frustrated that you got interrupted because you know that you will be anyway yeah oh so. you will it's inevitable and it's and your kids are your kids they just want to be loved they just want to hang out with you and I think it's one I do think it's important that your kids play by themselves and that you you aren't you know I mean it's really hard in the in the realm of like consciousness kids aren't conscious of anything outside of their world right they don't understand they don't understand outside of self we don't right. get that until we're older um some of us much older right. <laughs> and so and so you, we we can't get angry it's so hard not to get angry but we can't get angry that our kids don't get you know, that we are, are not just there for them a hundred percent of the time, but it's also important for them to just be conditioned to that way to say, no, you're going to play, do your thing. And mommy's going to do her thing. And then we get to make a tent together. 
but we have to do these things. So I, I do think that's important that you, and, it, and it's a practice. It's like anything. It becomes a, a pattern for them, a routine for them where they go, okay, mom's going to do this thing. And then we play. And then you just make that, you have to make that conscious commitment that you're going to close things down and do it. So I like to, it's kind of an alternating thing for me. Mom gets a little bit done and then I close it and then we go play. And then mom gets a little bit done and then we close it and we, and we go play. And that way it's, they're getting entertaining time. I'm actually getting some time away from the things that my head is in so I can have a different perspective, which is really great. And what I love about what you said about the, the speaking versus podcasting is one of the other, like the third main tactic I have is, uh, it's called your, I mean, it's your kind of your non-negotiables, negotiables, but I call them your, your deal breakers. And so when my daughter was born and I was starting to, the brand was growing really well and I'd start to get people asking me to speak. And basically the first year uh, of her life, I said no to most things because what I had said was, um, one of my deal breakers was that I don't want to be away for more than two days at a time. And I don't want to be away for more than, uh, you know, two times a month max. So anything that was East coast, I would say no to anything, you know, I did some things locally here, but I had plotted out from the beginning what my deal breakers were, because for me, I want to travel. I want to be with family. And, and one of our, my business goals for the end of this year is that my husband can quit his job next year. Um, because I want us to travel, but I want to travel as a family and I, and I want to make sure my business is in a space where we have that, that ability. So that's become a business goal. So my, my family goals are integrated to my business goals and my, my deal breakers are, uh, I've set those in place because it really helps me to say no, because holy moly, I want to say yes to speaking everywhere, right? Cause I love speaking and I know it helps my brand. But when I look at my deal breakers and I go, okay, wait, but if I say yes to this, then I basically said that I'm going to be away for this time. And my daughter's six months old and I'm still breastfeeding her and I don't want to do that. And so it helps me to not get into the like total excitement of growing my business and recognize the things that are important to me from a family side, um, as well. Um, and I need those like, like physically in front of me, I have a, I have a, like a business plan vision board, um, that I have to have in front of me because if I am not reminded of those, of those deal breakers and, uh, and the dream makers and the, all the things that I, I want and the things that are, are, I'm not, are not acceptable to me, then I'll say yes to things that I don't want to say yes to. And then all of a sudden a year later, I don't see my kids as much and my family has suffered because of it. And I didn't want that, but it seemed alluring at the time. And so yeah. it's really helpful for me. That's uh, everything you're saying. I'm like shaking my head vigorously because it's, it's a very similar path that I followed with my daughter. I, I really didn't do any speaking my first two years with her. And even now very, very limited for that exact reason. So, and, but the beautiful thing is that now with live streaming and webinars and podcasting, there's so many ways to reach a broader audience from whom, you know, I do most of my live streams. I'm sure you're the same way, like after your kids are in bed, you know? Yes. So it's like, there's so many opportunities. <laughs> Opportunities. I do a webinar every week at eight o'clock at night. Madison's, you know, sleeping by that point. So it's it's amazing that we still have an opportunity to do that. And, and you're right, though. Um, you know, we kind of are on the same path as a family also as far as like wanting to do the travel as a family and, you know, waiting to the point that Madison's old enough to do that for, you know, together. But I think going back to what you were saying, the intention and the clarity and being able to have that home base to come back to really helps you to be empowered in those decisions and not feel guilty one way or the other, but to be so absolutely clear in what your priorities are that you know with certainty what the right decision is for you and your family. And you can make choices both to the family side and to the business side and have them cooperate. 
Yeah, and, and assess often and keep those decisions that you've made and those priorities, like write them out, write them out on an index card and put them on your mirror. Or, you know, if you are a woman like me and you want it to be beautiful, you know, then have it designed or do something like that where it's in front of you. I had my financial goals. Uh, I had my designer actually like design a financial goal and that kind of thing. So it was on my vision board. It looked all pretty and it said, this is what you want it. These are the things you want. These are the things you don't want. Um, you gotta have it close because it's like any addiction, which I think entrepreneurialism is in some ways an addiction. You know, we, 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 will, we think we're strong enough to say no to things, but we don't. We say yes to clients that aren't right. We say yes to things we don't really have time for. We do that all the time in business because it's alluring and because it like releases the dopamines that says I'm special and this is awesome and things are finally working for me. But but those will detract from your main priorities if you don't have them vis visual and you aren't referencing them often. And then and then allow yourself to 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 be flexible and to tweak things because things are going to change. And you know I've we got to a point where business is going really well, kids are happy, things are great. And then I kind of just looked at my husband and I was like, I feel like we have a really boring relationship. You know, and he's like, well, we've got little kids. And I was like, yeah, I feel like that's not really a good enough excuse. We should work on that because I, because my husband is a, a priority to me. And that's on my vision board, which is be a good wife, be a good provider for your family, be loving, not just as a mother, but as a wife. And I think that's really important because I'm more than a mom. I'm much more than a mom. And I don't want to lose that. And oftentimes when we have kids, we lose that because holy moly, I love my kids so much. It's like, feels like it's going to burst from my body sometimes. And then you look at your, your significant other, your family, and you're like, nothing is a bigger priority, but they are. My husband's a massive priority. And so, you know, we started doing uh, rock climbing dates and integrating more of like us time and getting a bit like actually building in more babysitter into my business budget and our home budget and those kinds of things, because I have it on my wall. I have it visually that says, hey, every week assess whether or not you're being good at these things. And are you at the top of your game in these areas? And you start to go, wow, yeah, I'm kind of a crappy wife this week. Maybe I should work on that. Or, oh, you know what? I feel like I haven't really hung out with my kids as much. I'm going to take them out of school early on Friday and we're going to hang out. But I wouldn't do those things if I was just going down the rabbit hole, assuming that it's going to hit me, that my priorities are in check. They're not, right. we're not, then we're not good at that. And we just have to recognize that we're human beings. So visually put it in front of you and assess it often. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Great, great advice, Dana. So what is it in your business that you're most excited about right now? What's your biggest focus as far as you're working, what you're working on today? Oh my goodness. I don't know when this comes out, but at the, uh, uh, end of January is my very first big in-person event, the Boss Mom Retreat. Um, so we're like three weeks away from when we're recording this. Uh, and it's not completely all-consuming because I totally believe in a team. Um, I, the whole I'm, I'm a one-person show is not me at all. It's like my husband always says, if I can pay somebody less to do something an hour that I could get paid more doing what I'm really good at, um, and I do that task, then I'm actually losing money in my business. And so I, I take that to heart. So I have a project manager and I have a whole team of four people that are helping me do things. So it's like this event where I can get excited about it. Like I'm not massively stressed out about it. And we're starting to like, there's all this buzz of everybody that's, that's coming to this event. It's 120 people that is, uh, they're getting excited about it and they're all talking about what they're going to wear and what they're packing and all the topics we're going to go over and what their goals are and, uh, who's rooming together. And it's just so exciting because I love doing events and I had never, I haven't really 
was, was, wasn't, it's a lot of commitment. So I wasn't committing to one until I knew it was the right time. And we've been planning this for nine months. Uh, so it's, it's finally coming up. It's like a wedding. It's like, I'm having a wedding for my business. That's <laughs> it's really exciting. That's wonderful. Congratulations. So I think you've provided so much value for, for everybody listening today, some great tips and advice and, and just insights for people to think about for sure. What is the best way for people to get in touch with you? Or do you have any special free gift that you'd like to offer to the audience today? Yeah, sure. So our, our main space is boss-mom.com and you can access our Facebook group, which is, we just hit over 7,000 and it's just an awesome, awesome space. Um, you know, it, it gets you to the boss mom podcast and all those things. Uh, I'd recommend for everybody, if you go to boss-mom.com forward slash Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O, Trello is the tool I use for project management, but just, I use it for everything, for life management, for list management, for resource management, for team management. And I, uh, I think maybe I, I do it a different way because a lot of people get into to tools like that and then they just never end up really leveraging them. So I did a whole free training that takes you behind the scenes on exactly how I run my business, my team, my life, everything, like even my grocery list and things and my cleaning schedule is in there. Um, and I walk you through each board and show you how it works, how it functions, everything like that. Uh, and it's just a free training that we've had, gosh, I think almost 5,000 people go through and have just we just did a whole revamp of it in Thinkific, so it's all broken out and beautiful and lovely. But I mean, it's I think a tool like that is transformational because um, it, it I, I feel like I can manage so many more things efficiently and effectively, and it made me feel I could actually expand my team which I think is really scary for a lot of entrepreneurs. And if you can get past that hump to start to bring people in uh, and then trust those people and know that things are managing and feeling like you're on top of it, um, then I think that's where a lot of business growth actually happens. Um, so yes, that's that's my thing. That is fantastic. And give us one more time the link that everyone can go to to grab a copy of that, Dana. Sure. So it's boss-mom.com forward slash Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. Perfect. Okay, awesome. And we will put that in the show notes as well. Dana, thank you so much for all the value that you shared today on the show. It was a pleasure having you on as a guest. Thank you. This has been a blast. All right. Great to have you. All right. So for all of our listeners, if you're not already a part of our email community and getting our two-minute tips each week that will change your life, they're video tips that are going to help you put into action those key things that are going to make a difference in helping you go further faster and accomplishing your goals, you can text in the word IGNITE to 44222 to become a part of that today. Thanks so much to Dana. And for all of our listeners, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.